0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of the Need to Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, EZ, and I'm joined by a man who dreams of being in a field of lotuses of the colors of blue and white, Patty B. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Patty, I am so excited for today. We are talking about uh, one of my favorite things, and that is the TV show The Witcher. We're talking about season one. Uh, I went to figure out what season we needed to do. I assumed that I had done this back with West back in the day, um, and I, I had, we'd never done an episode of The Witcher, which seems wild. It makes me think that uh, when West and I were doing the show together, we had talked about doing more complete works and like not breaking things into seasons so much to like not have them in the backlog. Mm-hmm. Um, but with The Witcher, the season one is so special to me that I really wanted to break this into seasons. So we are going to do Season 1 of The Witcher today. Before we do, Patty B., you are in uh, dangerous waters, my friend. You are about to lose your bye in the playoffs to my wife. Eh. Eh. Eh.
1: Who cares? Who cares? Dude, our wives just lost it
0: this year. That's all I got to
1: yeah. say. All that matters is that my wife is going to win this year, and it's going to be... I don't know. I think my wife might win this year. She's got more points. she got more points than your wife.
0: Hmm? Pretty sure. Maybe. Maybe she's got less. I don't know. She got less no, points than not. me. <laughs> I, I have the most points, and then might miss the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but uh, rec- if records hold, that 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 supersedes uh, points for.
0: You mean you you think that I won't? You think I won't miss the playoffs?
1: No. I, first off, no. Uh... Let me look here. Active, looking into so, um, with Devonair being seven and four,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. um, she would have to win twice before my wife loses twice. What? And I'm not sure because it, it, your first—it's a, br- a bracket, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but points four uh, four is after your win. I just total. meant
0: that her team is better.
1: Oh. Eh. Dak's eh. doing really good. We'll say that. Yeah, babe. I well, that's not fantasy
0: football. If you want to talk fantasy football, talk to Vinny and the, all the people who will be jumping in that chat, heading up to, to our Discord. Uh, it'd be, be popping. It'd be poppin'. Uh, the Nerd Fact of the Week this week, however, is a fun one. Um, You know, I... I so we on this podcast love talking about the wonderful people over at... Uh, The wonderful place that is, that is Rotten Tomatoes. We love them so much. Every time I bring them up, I think that we have nothing but nice things to say about critics and how they know everything and the the audience is stupid. Uh, So this, this show season one is rated fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Did you look before I put in this? In fact, you know what it's rated
1: Mm
0: -hmm. 68% by critics.
1: I understand it. What? I I get it. I I will, It will be in my could be betters. But I, I I get why critically, like, hold on. It might not be as high as, as I possible. think.
0: Critically, you would think that this would be really high because they love this type of stuff. Oh man, we might be having a very different episode than I expected. I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: excited. Not saying I don't... I, I disagree with it. All right, but like, I got a bonus I, I,
0: of the week for you. Okay. Uh, Toss a Coin to Your Witcher was Billboard's number one song on rock digital sales. Number one on the Billboard rock digital sales chart. So, if you have not gotten a chance to watch the show yet... Um, you know, I, 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 there will be so many spoilers. This is, this is going to be, uh, your chance. You can go, you know, don't listen to the song before you watch the show. Cause you know, there's, there's, uh, at the end of the episode, they'll play the song for you. But, um, yeah. What do you think of that? In the week?
1: we listened to the song before we jumped on dinger. the car. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was very like, let's set the mood. Let's toss a coin to our, your witcher.
0: I think That's I think great. certified banger is true. I also think that like, um, if I'm not mistaken, the show didn't get super popular right when it came out. It actually took a little while. Like I I, th- uh, I think that it wasn't till the pandemic and people started watching like this and Tiger
1: King on Netflix and stuff. Well, it came out during the pandemic, right? So people no, twenty nineteen. It was late 2019, so, like... Yeah, but we weren't in lockdown yeah. until, like... March, March, 20, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I think it was, like, December. So it was, like, COVID had started to be, like, talked about. Yeah. Right, and, like, it was this thing off in the distance, and then... Yeah, by the time we were all in lockdown, it was the first... I think it was the first thing that everybody watched in lockdown. Yeah. That is kind of... Yeah, it was this and then Tiger. One of my right? first memories of it. Yeah, yeah, I think it went Tiger King first because Joe Exotic, <laughs> and then and then Witcher. Uh, let's let's dive in though. So, uh,
0: what? Let's talk about our first impressions. Um, I watched this show. I definitely watched this before Tiger King, for what it's worth. Um, but I just I remember sitting in my basement watching the show, and um, I I. I'm going to give my first impressions, like, my first impressions were, wow, that was amazing. That was one of the best pieces of content I've ever watched, and I can't wait, Versus 2, I immediately got the books, I immediately, I had put down the game on my Xbox, I bought it for the Switch, so that I could play it, you know, around the house during the pandemic, um... Uh, it was it was uh, a cultural
1: reset for me, as they say. What about you? So one of my first memories uh, surrounding this was when it was announced. Um, Henry Cavill was just finishing up like the Justice League nonsense, and it was kind of a mess there. Um, and it was announced that he was going to be playing, um, you know, this character. We also found out that he was like super nerdy and like plays 40k, so this was like a passion project for him, um, which really got me excited about what they were going to do with the show. I, I gotta ask, are you a big hater of Man of Steel like a
0: lot of people, or are you like, where do you land on Henry Cavill's Superman? I love
1: Henry Cavill to death. I have not uh, been able to stay awake through that movie anytime I've watched You're it. You've been able to stay awake? I have- I have fallen asleep, single time, and it is sad. I have tried not to. I I don't know what it is, but like I somehow find a way to take a nap, and then wake up by the end of the movie. That's interesting. I I
0: (sighs) I I have so I'm like I don't know if people know this that listen to the podcast. I'm a huge Smallville fan, like. Smaller for a long time was just my actual favorite TV show that there is, and I really thought that one. I thought Kevin Costner's Jonathan Kent was great in that movie. I thought, mm-hmm. like, I, I thought a lot of great things about that film. Uh, I think I thought Batman v Superman was not as bad as everybody said. Like, it was like I, I'm I'm I i am i do not say that I'm like always against the grain on stuff like that, but I usually find that like hatred gets amplified by the internet a lot more than like anything deserves to be hated. Um, for the most part, when it comes to like media, um, so like my my thoughts on Henry Cavill were like, oh okay, like this could be this could be cool. I just wanted to know like what your expectations were going for
1: him going into this, kind of. Yeah, so like the talent, his his talent level as an actor was always has always been high, right? Ever since um, the account of Monte Cristo. Right. Um, and so, been a Henry Cavill fan for he a while. He's not in the OG count of Monte Cristo. Yes, he is. No, he's. There's no
0: way. Oh, I get to blow your mind today. That's Henry Cavill?
1: Yes, sir.
0: What? The two thousand 2002- Albert Mondego. The 2002 Count of Monte Cristo movie is Henry Cavill?
1: Yes. Uh, he plays uh, his son Albert. Oh, he plays his son. Yeah. Oh. Okay. He was 17. Okay, that makes more sense. So he's the one who gets lost in France and saved, yeah. I oh, thought you were saying it was the main character. I was like, there's nothing. no. No. Well, they're old men, but yeah.
0: Anyway, I learned something new.
1: There's a nerd fact of the week for you. Go ahead, Patty B. Keep going. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So, uh, acting level was always high. I always had high expectations for it because, um, I I think the but the the budget was really high. Like Netflix kind of went all in on on him, and I thought that was a good move. Yeah, I I turned out to be. I think I
0: watched this alongside Michael Hinderocker and Matthew Kling mm-hmm. um, at the recommendation of our friend, Mason Clark. And I think all of us were, like, fairly impressed by it. So that's kind of my first memory. All right. that That's going to do it, though. Like if, like, if you're listening to this episode, you're like, oh, should I watch this? I will say this. Um, you know, a little bit of a spoiler for the end, but not not for the show, but of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is my first impression of it was that I thought it was one of the best pieces of media I've ever watched, and you should go watch season one.
1: Uh, it's like you'll be rating it a five. <laughs> um, right. Also, okay. sorry, one other one other note. Um, I think this was the first video show that I watched with my wife, uh, Like aside from Game of Thrones. Uh, now my wife. We were not married at the time. Um, but I, I think it's good for anyone. Anyone can get into it uh, even if they haven't um, explored the property or, you know, been into like fantasy stuff. Cool. I also watched
0: this with my wife, but I watched it alone the first time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but we watch it. We watch it together now. Uh, let's talk about overall impressions. Uh, you know, what what was your kind of overall impression with spoilers? You know, not just your first impression, but like now that it's had time to settle, maybe you watch mm-hmm. it again. Um, I, I'm gonna go first uh, on this one. I watched it a second time with my wife and I actually made her skip episode one. So mm-hmm. we went back and watched episode one after um, because the whole. I, th- show. I thought that that would be better for her specifically to mm-hmm. like consume the media. And she didn't I didn't tell her that and she didn't even know that till we tried to watch it again. To prepare for season two, and like I start season one, and she goes, "What is happening?" (laughs) I was like, "Oh, I played it for you out of order because you because here's the thing about my wife. I love my wife, but she will ask me so many questions during a TV show. Like, and we'll be watching a brand new thing together, and she'll be like, "Why did that happen? Well, who is that? What is that?" And I'm like, pausing the show. I'm watching the same show you are. We have all of the same information. So I, w- I just, like, didn't want her to deal with the... I know that that kind of, like, ruins the purpose of Season 1 a little bit. But I needed to do it.
1: Yeah. That that first episode was was very good. It, it can be very confusing. And that's, that's part of my, my could-be-betters. Mainly my could-be-betters. We'll get there. Um, But, yeah, I think that, like, my overall impressions
0: of this... I, I actually do think that this is... One of, if not the actual best season of television ever created, I think that the twists that happen um, are a good thing, not a bad thing. If you ask my my friend Matt Clay, he would say that like he thinks it is the best season of television ever, and he loves a good twist, and he didn't see it coming, and like he just he just thought it was absolutely amazing. Um, it, I think oh. that it gives it a lot of rewatchability. This season has because once you know it's coming, you can watch it again and understand and have a lot more context for things that happened.
1: Sure. So. Yeah. What about you? Um, so some of my overall impressions just is you could, you could tell that it was um, really highly produced. Like they put a lot of time, effort, money into making the show. So all the graphics and everything was on point, um, the visual effects, um, the cast was really like meticulously picked. Like I think the casting director did a fantastic job picking um, these people for their roles. Um, yeah, that's that's some of my like initial and overall. I
0: You just reminded me that I forgot to send you the, uh, there was a scene, I think it might be in episode one, uh, it's pretty early in the episode. So, are, I'm pretty sure it's episode one, where a sword goes to the back of a guy's neck and comes out the front, and then pull, gets pulled out. And yeah, probably because he fights. Uh, What's your bucket? It's not. Like, it's actually in a, in a war fight between Nilfgaard and. Oh, sure. Okay. And Sintra. Yeah, and Sintra. And uh, I was gonna send it to you because I was like, holy crap. I've never noticed how bad this CG is uh, in this specific part because you can clearly see that it's just a sword being cut on top of the guy's neck and pushed like like a like a CG part instead of like I don't know how else you would do it for what it's worth like I'm not a CG artist but mm-hmm. it was so funny to like watch the sword go through and just be like you look at the end and you just see. The end of the sword laying on top of the guy. Like, I don't know how to explain this very well for the audio listeners. But, like, imagine you cut a sword off at a certain part of uh, displaying the sword, right? And Mm -hmm. you just are watching that part of the cut. And, like, there's no blood coming out as it goes through the guy. There's no blood coming out of him, like until after the sword comes out it was very funny like it so you're saying that would be a a, a moment for a practical effect yeah I, it was <laughs> it CG. was i never noticed before and i i was watching it for this this podcast and i was like wow that is the only time i think Seems i've ever been taken out of the show for this okay but and it took me like my fourth watch through to <laughs> find it yeah yeah
1: <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, uh, it's a testament to how, how well they did with it. So. No, they,
0: they did a great job. Uh, next up, we have um, kind of our favorite character. Um, I, gotta, I gotta ask before we do this segment. Um, should we ban Jasker? <laughs> uh, no. Nope. Okay, so then I also going to say, did you play the game or read any of the books alongside this medium?
1: I've not. So that's that's something that is uh, Ken was mentioning earlier. Did right, I hand you like, that? I handed you Witcher three then, didn't I? No, I need to swap because I I'm not playing those Star Wars games like I should. I need to hand those. In fact, I'll make a trip out to to Harriman today. Um, I'll bring back your Star Wars games. I'd like to play The Witcher. All right, I'll ha- I have an <laughs> Xbox copy. So cool, cool, cool. Anyway, uh, yeah. So all right okay. so yeah, I have not watched or not played the games at all. Um, and so that also I, I like that I like that about our podcast for what it's worth is I haven't done, played a lot of the games that are associated with a lot of these properties that we review yeah um, or, or watch things that we've reviewed. so like I, I kind of have the uh, your average person yeah. who hasn't done it. Yeah, I will, like, I will say, um,
0: I, I had not either when watching this for the first mm-hmm. time. What The reason that I ask is, like, it's not his name. So, we're talking about Jessica, uh, probably a lot during the segment. It's actually not his name in the books or the video game. Um, they changed his name from Dandelion. Um, and, I don't know, it, it's an interesting change. I was really confused when playing the video games. And reading the books and then i was actually even more confused when i came back to this medium his name wasn't Danny Line. so it's it's an interesting one um but all right i'll let you go first since we all know your favorite character go
1: go ahead i mean what else is there to say he is the one who created the billboard level song i don't know i'm always like whenever i play in fact sorry so the only thing that I had, like, I was invited and I didn't end up doing it because I haven't played a bunch of, like, RPGs, but um, when I was living in St. George before I moved up to Salt Lake, um, I was invited to play, uh, they wanted to do, like, a, a Witcher um, role-playing, like, Dungeons Dragon style game, you know, set in, in this world, um, which was cool, but, like, I hadn't really gotten into those yet. So I declined. Now I'm kind of wishing I had because uh, I might have had a little more knowledge going into this thing. Um, and in those kind of games, I always gravitate to being a bard. you know I'm a huge theater nerd and so any anything um, musical or um, yeah, he, he's always he's that, I, I, I connect with him a lot because he's that he's that side character who helps the main character he's always just kind of around and uh i'm a sucker for comic relief
0: but uh, yeah he well, he is very funny uh yeah and i'm trying to find i'm on the i'm trying to find who plays him
1: maybe i need a question uh, uh actor's name is sorry yeah i had it up here um it's in the fandom. Um, uh, Joey Beatty. Joey Beatty. Uh,
0: absolutely crushes it. Um, I don't know. I, I think that Joey Joey does a good job of. I don't know. Specifically, the episode with the genie, for example, mm, mm-hmm. uh, with the gin is. Mm-hmm. It, so the if you that 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 episode. I think that that episode and the Strigger episode are um, based on the book Three Wishes, um, which is I think the first Witcher book, if I'm not mistaken. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I think Joey does a really good job of uh, uh, does a really good job of capturing uh, Jaskier or Dandelion's character in that. And I, I, I was a huge fan of the former also.
1: Hundred percent, and he, he only gets gets better as the seasons go on. Um, season season one uh, is just the start to the depth of Yaskia.
0: Oh, is it Yaskir? No, that mm-hmm. actually makes sense. Uh, my favorite character from season one is probably Jennifer. Uh, I think uh, I think her name is Anaya. Or an a- Anya? We're getting names wrong for today. That's Anya. True. Anya. Anya's a uh-huh. good name. Uh, I think Anya crushes it. Um, the the uh, the beginning of the Witcher Three video game is really interesting. Where like you are, the first thing that you kind of do after getting out of the tutorial is try to go find Yennefer. And um, actually, I think the very first thing that you do is see Yennefer make it in that video game. So never mind. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know. I think Jennifer is one of the more interesting characters in all of Witcher, for what it's worth. And um, in season one, they do a really good job of making you care about Yen and what Yen is doing and what Yen's fighting for and what Yen ha- has problems with and why Yen is the way that she is. Um, I think uh, Anya just crushes the role, just absolutely just knocks it out of the park yeah
1: if i couldn't pick uh if we had done a a ban on on his character it would be in um hers is one of my favorite storylines
0: well let's talk about that let's talk about favorite storylines this show does a really good job of giving you multiple storylines um that you have to weave through the complicated timeline of season one which which storyline was your favorite
1: yeah, uh, her journey from going, from being a hunchback that was sold for less than a pig to Tasea, um, and, you know, being bullied and everything to the most powerful sorceress in all the land, like, watching that journey and, 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 and seeing her, her, like, her sacrifice and struggle, right, while being this super hot babe, um, after, you know, giving up the ability to have kids and then like, oh, realizing I actually want that. Um, and that constant search to, to find a, a cure or a way to, to fix that it drives her. And it's great. I like that story.
0: My favorite is The Will They Won't They. I think it's so good. <laughs> I think that The Will They Won't They between Geralt and Yen is done really well. Um, it's clear that they like each other and they're like, and Yun's like looking for reasons not to, and then you know, it, it it obviously will continue throughout the series, but I, it's such a good will they won't they?
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, especially after the whole Jin debacle. Yeah, I gotta ask, do you have a favorite episode? <sighs> oh! I should have known this was coming up. I'm trying to think back. Um, cause I did, I did not rewatch it before, um, before we started again here. Um, there, there are a lot of really good episodes. Um, do you want me to remind you of them? I'm tr- no, I'm, so one of them is the, where they go questing for the dragon. rare species. Yeah. Um, the other one that, so it's a, it's a toss up between that one, um, when he, um, like fights all night to like save the queen, the king's daughter, that had turned into a monster.
0: Um, the the one with the the this stri- this what is it Stricker stri- whatever yeah I know what you're talking about.
1: Um. So, so so that is a really cool sequence. And then I, I still have a soft spot for that first episode where he has the, the giant fight scene sure. uh, against all the villagers, right? Like that has it has a special place. Um,
0: I think my favorite episode is Bottled Appetites, the gym episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really funny. Uh, it's got a lot of... Uh, like it, it, it really encapsulates the like some of the key relationships, whether it's Jask- Jaskier and and Yen, whether it's Jaskier and uh, Geralt, um, and it mm-hmm. sets up kind of that, that triangle of the, the the trio, so to speak, of uh, for both the next episode and like future episodes of the series. All right, let's let's hear our could be better. So I'll let you go first, Patty. And just kind of a reminder to the listener, I should say this: this isn't like to tear this thing tear tear things down. This is just like, oh, like I I wish they would have done it this way or something like that to make it more enjoyable for me. Um, Things that I noticed that
1: maybe took me out of it, things like that. Yeah. So as someone who hasn't done anything with this, it was really hard to follow and track the timelines of of different characters, seeing them older, younger, um, seeing Yaskir and and Geralt in the past going to the ball, but like they just met. Like and 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 getting those timelines organized to to converge was was really tricky for me. Um and I think that may have influenced how it was received critically. Right? As to to go back to you know what I was saying earlier about like how I, I kinda understand like how it could have gotten less of a score critically on Rotten Tomatoes um, would would be that kind of confusing nature of of what's going on with the timeline. Um, So that was basically it though.
0: (laughs) I gotta ask, uh, and like I'm not trying to yum your yuck, so to speak, but... Um, for a lot of people, that was actually one of the draws in their love for the season. And by the mm. end of the season, did you still feel
1: that way? Yeah, I mean it's it's the it's the only criticism I really have. So for boy, it at the last moment
0: in the show, it didn't all click immediately and make sense. Well, it all clicked and made sense, but like I didn't enjoy. You didn't enjoy the part where you it. were confused. Yeah. So. You're saying like the confusion that I had was not worth the moment of satisfaction where it all came together.
1: Yeah, it it didn't like yes, it all like it, it obviously felt great, like, oh, that's why. Well, that I have, makes more I sense have now.
0: No, I have no could be better for this season. And my first love it is exactly what I just said. That moment where it clicks, where all of those timelines converge and you know exactly where you are finally in the show, even though you've been confused and trying to piece it together yourself. There's this moment that you have while watching the show where it, it converges and you go, oh, I get it now. And it's like all better. And I thought that that was a brilliant storytelling technique. Hmm. It's really funny to me, though, because like, didn't, weren't you a Westworld fan?
1: No. Oh, Okay. Was, like my wife and I started watching Westworld, like the first season. We're not allowed to talk bad about Westworld because, like, people
0: will get in our comments and attack us. So
1: oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, I, fell think, off, I, but I haven't Westworld. watched
0: it. I think it's like one of the worst TV shows of all time. So you know, okay. So maybe wow. I should edit that out. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> people uh, in the comments come after Spencer. Well, I, I think that I some think the reason that I bring it up, for one it's is that people love a good puzzle. Like they love figure like trying to figure it out and and figuring out the twist right and i just Mm -hmm. think that this one was really it didn't it didn't until you get to the point where it makes sense it doesn't make sense and so this twist is a twist that i actually liked and i think i Mm -hmm. liked it um people love to feel smart like they love to get it and figure it out and like they're like haha i'm so smart i don't think i'd know anybody who figured out the twist to the yeah, why do you think I play blue white? Because I like feeling smart. I just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if you love a puzzle that you can't figure out, um, this is a yeah. good show for that. And uh, I don't know. I, I think, I think that while it could be better for like my wife too, um, I think mm-hmm. that as we rewatch it, she loves it. She like, and as I said, my, one of, one of my best friends, it is literally why he thinks it's the best TV show of all time. Gotcha. Okay. So, his favorite movie is Fight Club, too, though, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's some correlation. <laughs> but we don't talk about that. Okay? <laughs> uh, Alright, all anyway, that's My First Love It. What's your First Love
1: It? Uh, my First Love It, it's kind of um, uh, the idea of destiny and how that's portrayed in the show, right? Like um, with, with Siri with, with all the characters, really, they all have um, these things that are destined to do and um, fight it, run from it. Destiny comes all the same.
0: That's a good one. I think that yeah. the way that Destiny's treated in the show is like more interesting than the way mm-hmm. that it is in most shows. I forgot I do actually have It Could Be Better, though. Oh. Stop putting two winged creatures in in fantasy shows, and calling them dragons, that are, sorry, two, two-legged. It drives me nuts. It's fine if it historically made sense for where this story was written, but if we go and look at what dragons are around Scandinavia, where the story is written, they have four legs. It bugs me so bad, Patty B. I wouldn't go put a four-legged dragon in China and call it a dra- like, that would be weird, right? That would be weird. That's not what dragons look like in mythology in China. So why are we doing this? It actually
1: drives me insane. I forgot how big of a dragon drake uh purist you just are. Just
0: bugs me. It's it would be fine if they didn't all, like have and I think it's all for CG. I think it's just really hard to CG a four-legged <laughs> dragon. Like and sure. really expensive, right? You have a lot of moving
1: parts. But That's holy- why Game of Thrones is is what it is. Holy crap! Holy crap! I'm trying to remember which. Oh, which dragon? The dragons. <laughs> it just bugs well, me so bad. Well, if anything, I might say just <laughs> like since this dragon has a human form. Maybe that like that can be an explainer for you. All right, to make whatever. You feel less Anyways, upset that's what could be better. Like the human has two legs, so does the dragon. It just bugs me so. Like if
0: it it would be fine. Is I want to know: Is there a place on Earth where mythologically dragons have two two legs and two wings? It's a good question. Like, legit. I mean, there's dragons in every like every mythology is there one that this actually
1: makes sense for i don't know maybe we should do that Maybe we can make the a a special video where we we do our research on this and then we we come back anyway that's my good (laughs) better
0: my next my next love it is costume design i Mm. love the costumes in this show they're so good They're dirty when they need to be dirty. They're clean when they need to be clean. I like the really, uh, really highlighting moment of this is when the queen walks into the banquet and she's all grubby, just got done killing a bunch of people. Like the costume Mm -hmm.
1: design is so good. Yeah, costume design, makeup. It's just amazing. Like the whole aesthetic is on point. Yeah. What's your next love it? Um,. There's a lot. Uh, We've talked about a lot of them, right? With uh, um, the Would they won't day with with the Geralt and Yen. Um, I kind of love like the raw use of Siri and her powers. Right, where like she doesn't understand what's going on. She's doing all these really powerful, crazy things. Um, and like kind of knowing now right the the impact of that is is pretty cool
0: yeah the moment where her mom uses her power is also really cool in that banquet
1: like oh that yeah it's hereditary <laughs> that's definitely oh for what it's worth i thought for a for a minute there i didn't realize until that episode that grandma was grandma and And not not mom? Mom. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, that was another thing that, like, again, timelines. Yeah. uh,
0: Another one, love it for me, is kind of just the... I don't know if politics is the right word. What's the right word for, like, what happens between the Brotherhood and the Sorceresses? It's, it's like a spy game. It's so cool. Yeah, I mean that is politics, espionage. It's, yeah, it's, that's the word I'm looking for. The espionage that happens, and it's you know it continues.
1: To it's politics story. though, because what, politics like, and espionage. Yeah, because the 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 sorceresses, you know, they're all assigned to king and kings. The whole thing is is pol- is politics. So it has that kind of like it gives you that Game of Thrones feel without being Brons- you know, yeah.
0: that uh yeah i i love it i think like you know e- to the point even when fringilla walks in and has the conversation you know like with with the with the
1: whole group i, I just think it's great mm-hmm. that's awesome um speaking of fringilla uh i i loved when her army got wiped out by yennefer like the the ending there with like that channeling so all that crazy. chaos that's wild yeah, that yeah that that battle scene was pretty. That,
0: that, that battle scene is just fantastic. That's just a huge love for the show, though. Like, you know, yeah. there are very few shows where I'm like the fight scenes, like, like, like Star Wars prequel level good fight scenes. Like, how many, how many shows or TV shows could you, or or movies could you put up against the prequels of Star Wars?
1: I'm like, this is a sick fight scene. I, I really couldn't tell you offhand. I might be able to. I might be able to put some together. Yeah, it, it's it's a, it's a short list, so I think really good one. Any other loads for you? Um, I love Henry Cavill's uh, use of the F word mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and how um, it can mean all these different things, and and the the depth of which <clears throat> you can't say it. Not the F word. No, I'm talking about the other thing he says all the time. The, like, grunts. The various grunts oh, got and, it, got it. and hmms. Like, yeah, and I, And how that can mean so many different things, and you understand it. Yeah, I,
0: I also... This isn't, like, a specific thing, but I do think that this... This season spoke to a lot of people about, like, what fantasy TV shows can be, again. Because mm-hmm. I think that, like, you know, after Game of Thrones, people, you know, either they, they always have a problem with something, and I just mm-hmm. don't know that that many people had a problem with Witcher season one. Yeah. So, um,
1: it's also hard to like kind of like with something that massive and successful, like people kind of feel like they have to do the same thing or better. Like it, it everything is compared to Thrones, whether it's fair or not. Um. Yeah, it's
0: the next Game and, of Thrones, you know. And, Ring and of Witcher does a job. Witcher, Ring of Power, Wheel of Time, you know, yeah. all, all these things. Are, uh, I don't know. Uh, anything else before we rate it on a scale of 0 to 5
1: that we might have missed? Uh, I don't think so. Um, the oh, What's his bucket? It's just horrible, and he was really good at being horrible. Um, who's the character that, that Yenne- like Yennefer, like Yennefer's boyfriend to start, who like finds out that she's an elf and like, he tells everybody, oh,
0: I don't remember his name, but I know who you're talking about.
1: Um, he, 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 he was a fantastic character at being just the absolute worst. Okay.
0: Okay.
1: Nice.
0: Uh, I'm trying to. I was going to look at four marks and see what his name was. Just now I'm curious. I don't know. I think Stray War is fantastic at being horrible.
1: Yeah, yeah. He oh, he definitely, especially like that first episode. He really sets the tone for like, oh yeah, wizards are bad. Wizards are horrible. This <laughs> is is it Istrid? I think it's Istrid.
0: Yeah, it is. Yes. Yeah, it's just pretty great. I, I think he's just as good on the later seasons, too. I think he's just, like, a fantastic character. Mm-hmm. All right, Patty B. On a scale of 0 to five, zero being nobody should ever watch this, to a scale of 5, which is everyone who is old enough to watch a show like this should watch it. Key there. Uh, what would you rate this? Uh, a five! <laughs> we got a perfect five. While it could be better for Patty B, why do you rate it a five?
1: I mean, I've, I've made it pretty clear that the the timelines thing was the only, like, only criticism I had of this show. Um, the cast is fantastic. Um, and special effects, the story was great. Um, everything about it is, is just fantastic. So
0: it's a five this one's kind of hard for me i think that the reason oh, it's, so hard it's hard for you. is that it's a clear vibe <laughs> what else am i supposed to say i i legitimately yeah. think it's one of the best pieces of media ever put together um i can't believe that i live in a time where i get to watch stuff like this like you know a lot of people like they they there are two types of people there's the type of the people that everything new is great and then there's everything from my childhood or like my time is great right and I try not to be like either of those things. Um, you know, we, we talk about that when we talk about video games. How you know, for a long time I held Totorus the best video game ever made, and eventually, like, video games just got too good that I couldn't. I couldn't say that anymore. And mm-hmm. I think that when you have a season of television as good as this, you just kind of have to admit that, like, I don't care if it's a season of *Breaking Bad*. I don't care if it's like. I don't care if it's a season of, of. Uh, of what's the the one that everybody loves called The Sopranos? Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when something is this good and well put together, like I, I mean, this is just personal opinion, right? Like you can have yours, I'm gonna have mine, but like eventually, um, I was I was listening to somebody that said like, when was the last time you changed your opinion about something that you hold really sincere, and that talks about your care, your growth as a person, right? Yeah, and for me. I don't know what I would have said before this, but I can tell you that whatever it is, this show sure changed my mind. So. Gotcha. With that being said, where can people find you,
1: Patty B? Now they can find me on the X app at Patty BNTG. Um, what about you? You
0: can find me at He's a Game. You can find the podcast at Pod. Like, subscribe, review. Leave a comment. Let us know what you would rate this one, what your love-its or could-be-betters were. For this specific season. Um, and what what got you excited for season two? Thank you everybody so much for listening. And we'll see you all next time for episode 107 of the Neatender Podcast.